Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, BFAM Podcast. Thank you for listening in. And as always, thank you for giving me your time. Today, I want to talk about navigating life through stressful situations. Um, I'm in a stressful situation myself, so I come out here to share with you guys so you guys know that you aren't alone when you're dealing with stressful situations. But, uh, yeah, so being in college, there's a lot that goes into it, and it may seem easy over the internet, but it's actually pretty stressful if you let it get to you. Teachers don't really care about how much work is stacking up on you. They'll give you an extension, but like, you're not always guaranteed that extension, and then you don't want to rely on having extensions. So what you want to do is learn how to manage your activities. Activity management is one of the most important things that any of us can do. Time management, I don't like to use that because managing time, excuse me, it's damn near impossible because we can't control time, but we can control our activities. Um, So, for instance, I got a midterm on Monday, a presentation on Tuesday, and I got to register for classes on Wednesday. I got a week to prepare for all of this, so how do I do it? Well, what you want to do is you always want to start early. Stay ahead of the curve. As long as you can stay ahead of the curve, I feel like anything is manageable. So what you want to do is you sort of want to plan it out on how you're going to do it. And then once you plan out whatever you're about to do, you got to you gotta keep that promise to yourself because if you just one task short or one day late, it you may send yourself in the overdrive later. So you want to do yourself the favor right now of preparing for stressful times, right? Another thing you can do is uh mindful meditation and stuff, man. You got it's important to control your breath because your breath is what regulates your body. You know what I'm saying? So if you hyperventilating, your heart rate is going insanely fast. It's going but if you know how to regulate your breath, your heart going. You know what I'm saying? You're able to think. You don't got no cortisol running throughout your brain. So learn how to meditate, regulate your breath. And when these stressful times come through, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me say something. Um, hmm. Yeah, so once you once you got that together, it's really like you got to start looking at it like it's a game. You know what I'm saying? Like people be like, "Oh, life ain't a game. Life ain't this. Life ain't that. Life is a game. You just don't want to die." You know what I'm saying? Everything is up to us, and we really have control over more than we think we do. Even if we don't have direct control over it, we do have a lot of indirect control over our lives because all the decisions that we make influence the um, all of the decisions that we make influence everything that happens to us. Every decision that you ever made has led you to this moment in time right here, right now. So like I was saying, you got to look at it like it's a game. You got to be able to have fun with it because the second you let it get into your head that you may fail or you may not come out the other end, that's when your brain start to uh, jumps into fight or flight, bruh. 
So your brain like, dang, I may not make it out this uh, stressful situation. I may not get out. I may fail everything. And that's when you start to get down on yourself, and that's where procrastination comes from. Because you're so scared of the outcome that you don't even try to start. And you prolong this so long, you prolong this thing happening so long that when you do get to the uh, situation that you're supposed to be practicing for, the inevitable happens. Of course you're going to fail if you never started to try. You got to give yourself a chance. So you got to look at it like it's a game, man. The first quarter is just straight training. You just you just getting into it, finding your groove. You know what I'm saying? Second quarter, you're starting to heat up. All right, let me do some practice. Practice problems, you know what I'm saying? Start trying some shout outs. Third quarter, we into it. We close to the end of the week. You know what I'm saying? It's time to start wrapping up. Send out any emails you got to send out to get extensions. You know what I'm saying? Ask for any type of help that you can get and get it. Fourth quarter, boy, we balling. You know what I'm saying? It's time for the test. All right, boom. Test one done. Boom. Test two done. Boom. Test three done. And when you're done with your final series, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully y'all understand basketball terms. Once you know what that final series, it feels good, though. Even if you don't get all the scores that you imagined you'll get, it's fine. Because look who's still alive at the end of the day. And as long as you know you put in your best effort, towards whatever goal that you set, you should be fine, bruh. Because none of this is going to define you for the rest of your life, like I said before. So just go through and have fun with it. Don't let stress manage you. You got to manage the stress. You got to be, you got to be the, uh, what they say? You got to be the captain of your ship, the master of your fate, man. You got to decide what's going to be done. You got to decide what you going to do. Nobody else can decide that for you. Nobody else is going to come save you. And I don't even mean that in like a, uh, nobody else is going to come save you. <laughs> no. Nobody else is going to save you. So that should excite you and be like, damn, I got to save myself. It's up to me to save myself. It's up to me to put these ideas that I got into my brain right now into action. Your body loves when you fulfill your own promises. You got to keep the promises to yourself and follow through on them. The more you break promises to yourself, the less your body going to trust you, the more unconfident you're going to feel, the more anxiety you're going to feel, the more depression you're going to feel. But the more you tell yourself you're going to do something and you get up and do it, the more your body going to be like, yeah, I'm him. I'm them. I'm she. I'm her. I'm that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel like the man. Because your body like, yeah, I said I was going to do it, then I did it. Yeah, I said I was going to do it, then I did it. So you got to uplift yourself. And that's when those around you going to uplift you. You got to put yourself in environments where people like, dang, what's going on with you? You know what I'm saying? Not people that encourage when you fail. You know what I'm saying? Not people that laugh at you when you down. Not people that laugh at you because you... uh. Failed or did something. Not people that put you down or bring you down to their level. You need people that's going to raise you up and look at you like, hey, you said you was going to do this. Why you ain't doing it? Not everybody going to be accountable for you, but it's cool to have some accountable friends that's going to look at you and say, hey, you said you was going to do this, this, and that. You ain't do nothing. You ain't did nothing. That, sh that should make you feel like you're not coming through and you're not helping those around you. You got to be of some value to those around you. 
if you don't add any value to the people around you, what are you around for? You are a leech. You know what I'm saying? If I came around and I added no value to any of my friends, bro, I would be a leech. I would be a user. You don't provide anything when you don't follow through on your own goals, on your own promises. If I look at you and you don't follow through on the things that you say you're going to follow through for yourself, how can I ever expect for you to follow through on promises that you made to me? I can't. But you got to be the change that you want to see. You want to see people around you helping you, you got to help yourself. You got to be the one that's like, all right, I ain't, I ain't going to take this shit no more, man. This ain't me. I got to get up and get active. All you got to do is start. And that's the hardest part, is starting. I know it seems like the easiest, like, oh, all I got to do is this, this, and that. Yeah, it's easy to talk, but it's easy to walk. You can crawl, but can you walk? You can walk, but can you run? You know what I'm saying? Always ask yourself for a little bit more, but don't ask yourself for too much more. You got to know when enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to work through fear. And I'm not saying you don't want to face your fears. When I say you don't want to work through fear, never work through the fear of failure. Because the second you fear failure, the second failure seemed the biggest the most likely to happen is when you work through fear of failure. Because your fears got this crazy thing where they like to amplify themselves when they know that you're scared. It's almost like the It movie. If you watch the It movie, you know the clown get big as shit. When you scared and scared and he get more scared, you know what I'm saying, the more he feed on your fears. Your mind will play It. Your mind will amplify your fears to stop you from doing what you want to do. It's called resistance. Your mind will do this to you. You got to make your mind your friend. And the only way to make your mind your friend is by keeping the promises to it. Talk to it. Talk to yourself. It may seem crazy, but like, I'm telling you, a lot of the greatest people that ever walked this earth, bro, I'm sure they've talked to themselves, bro. You're not insane for talking to yourself. You're not schizophrenic for talking to yourself. I think you insane if you don't talk to yourself. If you can't fuck with you, how I'm going to fuck with you? You know what I'm saying? It's all up to you. It's all up to you, man. And it's all about the tricks that the devil will play on you, man. I'm not going to claim I'm the realest or the biggest religion person. But I will explain what I'm talking about in the terms of how I understand the devil and how I understand God. Now listen, heaven and hell seem like it's two things that are experienced after we die. And this may seem like an in-between space, but check me out. We can choose to be in heaven or hell right now. Our vibrations are what depict if we are in heaven or hell. The height of your vibration represents the type of life that you live. If you got high vibrations, you're going to go to the higher power, which is heaven. If you got low vibrations, you're going to go to the lower power, which is hell. Is you hearing me? 
And when you in these states, it's almost heaven and hell is like a habit, bro. Once you in it, you in it. It can be destroyed, but over time, it's easier to actually it's easier to be a part of both because you just got to be the one. Like I said earlier, you got to be the one to decide where you're going to be at. If you don't do any thinking for yourself, the devil is going to get you. The devil is your mind playing tricks on you. The devil is when you aren't your own friend. You are the devil, nigga. You are already in hell if you think you in hell. If you think you going to hell, you already in hell. And as soon as the devil find out that you don't believe in yourself, he going to take you and he going to grab you. And then he got you. You going to fall into lust. You're going to fall into drugs. You're going to fall into alcohol. You're going to fall into partying. You're going to fall into not believing in yourself. And once he got you, he got you. Because you so down low, you so deep in them low vibrations, it's going to be super hard to bring yourself back up. But check me out. You got to play it like it's a game. I'll put this in another turn. The way you play it is, you like, damn, I'm down. At halftime right now, bro. So you got two quarters to fix it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's a certain duration to these quarters, but if you down at halftime, bro, right? You got to go into halftime. You got to say. You got to believe it first. You got to want to win first. You got to put it in your head that, you know what? I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to stay in these vibrations, bro. This is not me. This is not, gonna, this is not who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. That's the first part, bro. All you got to do is plant the seed. Put some water on it, and the sun going to shine, and it's going to grow. So you're going to have time like, man, I ain't going out like this, right? You're in these low vibrations. So you get there, you, you're making a strategic plan. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to read more. I'm going to surround myself by better people. I'm going to stop going out as much. When I do go out, I'm going to go do better things. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to go out, but go out to do better things, right? You write that game plan down. Like I said at the beginning of the video, bro, you got to keep that promise to yourself. You got to go out and execute. So on the halftime buzzer ring, bro, bzz, you know what I'm saying? It's time for that uh, third quarter. You got to go in killing. You got to go in slashing. You need to go on 50-0 runs. And you can't look back. Don't look back. When you up and you going up and you on the way up, don't look back, bro. Because the second you look back, start to miss that shit that you used to do. You're like, well, I done did so much. It wouldn't hurt to just dabble in what I used to do. That's exactly what the devil wants you to think, bruh. And again, I'm not no pastor, man. I'm just saying, that's what the devil wants you to think. As soon as you look back and you go to grab at whatever it is that you used to do, that's when the devil got you. He gonna bring you right back down to them lower vibrations. And you know why it's so easy for him to bring you down and you spent so long building yourself up? Because you didn't build a barrier to where he couldn't get you no more. That barrier is not looking back, bro. And I've been talking about a lot of negative. So let me talk about the positive. I already said how you get to the heaven part. Straight up. Read more. Eat better. Go out less. Drink more water. Spend time with friends. Go into nature. Feel yourself, you know what I'm saying? Understand yourself before you try to understand those around you. To the extent that you understand yourself is the extent to how much you can understand those around you. 
If you're not emotionally intelligent within, how can you expect to understand others' emotions? Everything going to seem like an attack on you if you don't understand yourself. You know what I mean? A lot of that misunderstanding and anguish and hate and fear come from you not doing self-reflection, man. You got to go in and self-reflect. You got to go in and look at yourself and say, okay, where am I at right now? And don't try to paint yourself up either. Don't try to be like, oh, I'm the greatest ever. I'm this, this, and that. When you're doing self-reflection, you got to be brutally honest. I don't care if it look bad on you. I don't care if it look bad to yourself. You got to go in and be brutally honest with yourself and say, man, I'm fucked right now. I'm cooked. Because acceptance is the first step to greatness, man. Once you can accept where you at, once you can accept the circumstances that you have been faced with, once you can accept the cards that you have been dealt with, that's when the game begins. I would connect this to poker right now, but I do not know how to play poker. But I'm telling you, you got to look at the cards that you got and say, okay, there's nothing I can do to get rid of these cards because they were dealt to me by the universe, by God, right? Okay. And then you strategize how you're going to play them. But you got to accept the cards first. It might not be the best hand of cards, bro. You might be born into poverty. You might be born into an abusive household. You might be born in the hood. You might be born in the suburbs. Look, hey, being born in the suburbs is not always a plus. So anybody in any circumstance that's not in the suburbs right now, don't be thinking that just because I'm born in the sub that somebody's born in the suburbs, right? That they got it better than you, bro. They don't. I done seen both sides. I understand both sides of the game now with the type of people I've been around. It's bad everywhere. It's bad everywhere. That shit don't just stop because of your circumstance, bruh. So look at the cards that you dealt and say, okay, boom. This what I got. It might not be the best, but this what I got, and this is who I'm going to play with. Always play with the cards that you was dealt. And when you play with them cards and you put them out, you get more back, bruh. You get a different set of cards. You don't always stay with the same set of cards. But you got to be able to go in saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I got. This is what I'm going to use to win. And then when you get the more cards, you get the power-ups, man. You get the little power-ups, you're like, cool. Now I got more real estate to work with. Now I got more room to work with. But it all start with the acceptance first, bro. Accept who you are and be who you are. The more you can be yourself, the more life will open up to you. The more your vibrations will rise. If you can understand what type of person you are, that's when you can change. You don't just change by saying, oh, I'm going to change. Nigga, how you going to change if you don't know what you're supposed to change? It wouldn't make no sense to be like, okay, I'm going to change clothes, but you keep the same outfit on and put clothes over your clothes. You know what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. You got to get undressed to put new clothes on, man. You have to get undressed to put new clothes on. You have to undress yourself. Deep in it, diving into it. You got to undress who you are. You know what I'm saying? And once you undress that, you look at the set of clothes that you had on, you can go in the closet and pick the clothes you want to put on now. Now that you understood what you had on, 
You can go in the closet and pick something new because you're not putting on the same thing you have. Looking at the clothes that you just took off, it's analyzing, okay, this is who I was, and that's not who I want to be. Looking in the closet, looking in the closet and grabbing a new set of clothes is like, this is who I want to be, this is what I'm going to put on, boom, and you rock it, man. And then you go outside and you display it to the world. So if you feel like you're an artist, bro, go be an artist. If you feel like you're a creative, bro, go be a creative. Don't be doing stuff because it's like, oh, I don't got the money yet. Money should never be a factor inside of anything that you do. And I know it sounds crazy, like, oh, I don't got the funds for this, I don't got the funds for that. Bro, the funds is out here. All you got to do is ask. But you got to know what you're going to do with the funds when you get them. So just start. Don't ever let money be the issue. Money is tangible. Money is not out of reach, bro. Money is a byproduct of you following your goals. Never let money be the driving factor in any of your decisions. Not the lack of it and not the surplus of it, bro. Don't let money be the thing that determines whether you follow your goals or not. Money ain't nothing, man. And money don't always have to be the paper or the USD or the uh, euro or whatever, whoever is listening uses. Money is a fig, a figure, man. Money is a symbol. It can be more than what we label it as. Think about that. Conceptualize that, bro. Tell me what you think. Thank you for listening in, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, man.